0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest this morning, Debbie Graham, the Executive Director of Pacific Treatment Alternatives, Snohomish County, PCAP. Debbie brings us stories and important insights to the very positive things that are going on with women who find themselves in a challenging cycle of domestic abuse, substance addiction, possibly homelessness, quite often with kiddos. We need to know that there are good things happening and good support for women. And Debbie Graham is here to provide these insights. Debbie Graham, good morning and thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Good morning. I am really grateful that we have this opportunity to have a conversation this morning, Debbie, and to have you give us some insights into this incredibly important work that you are doing with Pacific Treatment Alternatives, which is in Snohomish County. And so give us a little bit of history, if you would, some overview so we can get a sense of uh, where this is and what's been going on. So
1: Pacific Treatment Alternatives, Um, was founded in 1969 under the name of the Drug Abuse Council um, of Snohomish County. So that's right, this year the agency is 50 years old. Um, This was in response to community members' concerns about the increase in drug use that was visible on the streets of Everett in the 1960s. Representatives from law enforcement schools and other community agencies formed the Drug Abuse Council to explore the issues of the time and to develop appropriate services for individuals with alcohol and substance use disorders.
0: So, while we know drugs were a problem, certainly back in the 60s, that was perhaps the time that Mm -hmm. we saw that begin to escalate. But still, when we think 50 years, and it Mm -hmm. feels as though really things haven't improved all that much. What's your perspective?
1: I think that over time that things have gotten worse and that, you know, our current epidemic is the opioid use. Um, When Oxycontin came out in 2001, in the early 2000s, um, we saw a spike in drug use. And when the manufacturers quit making it so that It was harder. They couldn't break it down um, to use it. Um, A lot of our... And and it's become a lot harder to get because of the epidemic and the eye being on it than our people who were addicted to the opioids um, switched to heroin. So a lot of what we're seeing in our communities right now is um, from heroin use.
0: So here we've seen it as you said we there's been more of an escalation and expansion into other kinds of drugs and the problem of course are the individuals but it's beyond just the individuals and their use because it expands into women who are pregnant right yes
1: yes so um our agency um The Snohomish County Parent Child Assistance Program works with pregnant and parenting moms who have a history of substance use or alcohol use during their pregnancy. Um, In order to qualify for the program, they have to have a child be pregnant or have a child under two years of age. Um, We've been in Snohomish County since 2001. Um, In 2001, Pacific Treatment Alternatives was awarded a grant for the Safe Baby, Safe Moms program. Um, The program provides intensive case management for women pregnant or parenting a child under two years of age that have a history of alcohol or substance use. We work collaboratively with treatment centers in the area um, such as Catholic Community Services or Evergreen. Recovery Center has a six-month um, inpatient pregnant parenting women's program. Um, we help them obtain chemical dependency treatment, um, housing, family planning skills, behavioral behavioral health counseling, um, make sure they get their prenatal care. Um, some of our moms have dependency cases with the state, and we work collaboratively with um, children, Youth, and Family Services and their attorneys to advocate for them and help them meet the goals of the department so their children can remain in their care or be returned to their care.
0: And ideally, w- we think about this being a help, that it's something that is desired by the the moms. Um, and is that what's happening? Are they looking for this help but the drugs may sometimes uh, really be an impediment yes
1: yes Uh, we are a voluntary program Um, um, we have a contract with the state of washington there's 18 pcaps in washington state and um, pacific treatment alternative runs this nahamish county um, site Um, but it's it's a total voluntary program so um, when moms are referred to us, um, they're, they're wanting, their desire is to be a healthy, healthy parent and be able to parent their child and provide a nurturing, safe home for, for their children and their family. So, yeah, they're really looking for solutions. And they come from, you know, a lot of our women you know are born into this cycle this cycle of abuse you know maybe they're this is what they learned growing up you know or in high school they fell into the wrong crowd and they find themselves their bodies become addicted and they find themselves enwrapped in this culture and looking for a way out you know a lot of our moms we work with a lot of young people and what'll happen is Maybe they're using drugs or alcohol, and they find out they're pregnant, and it's like a wake-up call. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to be a parent. I'm going to be a mom. I need to, I need to change my behavior," um, and they start looking for help. And you know, we we teach them life skills and provide services to them so that they can be a healthy mom and a good parent and parent their baby. I mean, the desire the desire for these women is absolutely there. But if they haven't been taught the skills that they need to survive in the community and to be that parent, then, you know, we get the opportunity to teach them. Um, one of the things that our program does is we provide lunch three days a week. We're located in the heart of downtown Everett, and we work really hard to provide safe space for them and to help them build their recovery um, community. So we talk with them, and if they're having a bad day, we want them to come into the office and come in and have lunch. And if their particular case manager isn't available, somebody else will be available. We provide lunch three days a week, and we do groups. Um, we have a interactive parenting group, a women's recovery group, and a healthy relationships group. And we provide child care during the groups so that their child can be right there with them in the room next door with a paid child care provider while they get the education and the support that they need.
0: And so, do those particular types of groups happen uh, just on the lunch days, or are these going on daily? Um, our groups are
1: on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from one to two thirty. But there's other groups in the community. Many of our moms are in intensive outpatient treatment, so they are in drug and alcohol treatment. And if they're if they're struggling or having a bad day, we encourage them. You know, they can stop in, they can call their case manager. Um, Most of our moms are involved in the 12-step community in our area as well. So, you know, we can connect them with whatever it is that they need on that particular day.
0: And Debbie, how many young women, and it's women, uh, you probably don't have men that are involved in the program, is that right? So the men are not
1: actually our client. However, um, if dad is in the picture with mom, we work with the entire family. Mm-hmm. So if dad is helping parent the child or is living in the home, etc., cetera, um, you know, we talk with him, too. Um, we don't provide as intensive as services, but if he needs a referral to something or you know, um, if he's part of the family unit, then we're going to be talking and interacting with the father as well. And um, if he has a need helping him, but technically he's not our client, but we, you know, we work with the family as a unit. And if mom has other children in her home, then whatever need comes up for the other children as well, you know, the case manager works with the entire
0: family. Hmm. That sounds completely reasonable, and and uh, really is great to hear that there's that kind of a holistic approach. Absolutely. So, in terms of the the number of clients, women that you have coming to you on a fairly regular basis, what are those numbers?
1: So we're contracted to work with 131 families um, per month. So, and once. Once the woman qualifies for our program, they get three years worth of services. Now, obviously, when someone first comes to us, what they need early in recovery is different than what they need, you know, two and a half years in. You know, we get the opportunity to build trust with them, and they get to build a relationship with their case manager. And As that trust increase, you know, if they let us in and be part of their lives, we get to see them, like, grow um, amazingly. Um, You know, a lot of the needs that we help with, um, we can help them get housing, um, make sure that they're um, getting the treatment that they need, um, parenting for their child, make their doctor's appointments, um, just... Whatever the barrier is that is in the way of them becoming um, self-sufficient and being able to provide a safe, nurturing home for their child, we address those barriers. Um, And it's client-driven. So, you know, what the client wants to work on, that's our first priority.
0: And what is your experience then once they are in it? They're they realize being a parent, they they do want to improve and make changes in their life. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so what then, pursuant to that, has been your experience in, in terms of, I'm going to use success, uh, which I know is a, big word and kind of a broad word, but what are you seeing with these, and I'm presuming are primarily young women or what? Well, let's start with that. What age group are we talking about?
1: So I would say 18 to 45. Um, I, a lot of our moms are like 18 to 30, but um, that doesn't mean that we don't have, you know, some over 32. I would say it's about half and half you know, 18 to 30 and then 30 and over. Um, but as far as success stories, um, so three years ago, a young woman came to me, um, and she was just about ready. She was about a month away from giving birth and, um, she was in treatment and 19 years old and, you know, her, her getting pregnant was a wake up call for her. And, um, You know, here we are three and a half years later, and she completed treatment. She gave birth to a healthy baby girl, um, and she went back to school, and she got a job. Um, She got stable housing, you know, and now she's an assistant apartment manager for the company that she got housing with. So she did such a remarkable turnaround that the housing program hired her and she's now an assistant manager at um, an apartment complex, you know, and her daughter, is, she's a great mom, a great mom. Um, her daughter is very healthy and happy and, you know, I talked to her even though she's not a client anymore, I built that relationship with her and you know, after she's exited out of the program a year later, you know, I still get emails from her or she'll send me a picture of a happy event and she's doing amazingly well. Um, that's one mom. And
0: that's- that that does, I'm just going to say that that sounds really exciting and it must feel really wonderful for you to see that kind of Occurrence where she really realized what was going on and and took hold of it and has progressed down her path and and reached the success and and keeps in touch with you to keep you posted. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it can be very fulfilling. It can be it, it you know it. There's times when things are really heartbreaking, but there's um, the story I just told you of that like outweighs the the bad days. Um, another mom that we have, when we first met her, um, she was in inpatient treatment and was looking at um, a five-year prison sentence, and she was about three months from giving birth, and um, so she had pending charges, and um, she stayed in treatment and finished the six-month program, and we helped her get housing, and she gave birth to um, a very... Um, healthy baby girl and, you know, here we are two years later and um, through intensive work with the prosecutor and her attorney and um, advocating for her, they saw the big turnaround that she's done in the last two years and they gave her um, a parenting sentencing option where she's on probation for the next five years, community supervision. So that was, you know, she gets to be in the community and parent her child. She's doing real well. She's coming up on two years of sobriety. She has permanent housing. She's looking at going back to school in the fall. All opportunities that, um, you know, when when you go down that road of alcohol and drugs, you know, a lot of times it takes you places that, You know, you have a hard time getting out without some help, you know, and now she's living a successful life, right? And she's happy.
0: And the thing that's also really important is that it feels like a really important story where, you know, people listened and they worked with her and, and she was cooperating so that she's there to take care of her child rather than the child being taken away, being put into foster care, and then there's a whole kind of spiral that can possibly go on. Here, it's keeping uh, that family intact.
1: Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely, and that and that's what we work towards. You know, um, you know, we work collaboratively with our community members to provide these wraparound services for our moms, so that they they can parent their child and provide that healthy home and have that stability in their lives. You know, right. when you're out using on the streets or you know your life is all around drugs and alcohol, the people that you end up you know, surrounding yourself with, you know, it can be really hard to break that cycle and to get out of it. So, you know, being able to build community and have a program where you can go and where you can get the support you need. And, you know, uh, sometimes our moms don't have family to fall back on, you know, for whatever reason, you know, Mm -hmm. so we can help them build that community support so that they can live a normal life.
0: And three years to be in the program, they have the three years of service. Sounds like a really good amount of time. Uh, Do you find that sometimes more time is needed? And is that available?
1: Sometimes we can apply for it. So one of our case managers, her motto is once a client, always a client. So what I can tell you is that even if a client graduates our program and, you know, moves on, if they come to us six months later and they're like, oh, my gosh, this happened, can you help me? You know, we're going to connect them to the right service or we're going to help them because you build a relationship with them over three years, right? You know, so we're going to do what we can to support them or point them in the right direction. And as alumni, they are always welcome to stop in for lunch, to come to a group. You know, some of our um, clients that have completed our program mentor other women that just start in. Um, So, and we can apply, um, it's on a case-by-case basis, but we can apply for a six-month extension with the state, so that if you know if there's a big event coming up or um, something going on where mom is going to really need those intensive services and need support, you know, you know maybe a child is going to be returned to her care um, or something where she's going to need that support, um, then we would apply for an extension, um, and they're given. We can apply for a six-month extension, but we're never going to turn anyone away either. That's just not who we are
0: as an agency. And now, how are you funded as an agency?
1: So, we have a contract with the state of Washington um, to provide services um, to 131 um, families um, one of our goals, um, the biggest need in Snohomish County for our families um, is housing. Um, housing is just a huge issue. We have a lot of moms that are living in um, temporary housing or shelter, um, and sometimes when they come to us, they're literally homeless, um, staying um, in their car or in a tent. Um, and. You know, it's really hard to break that cycle of drug and alcohol abuse when if you're staying in an encampment and you don't have a safe place to stay. And one of our goals is um, to open up a shelter. We want to have an emergency shelter in Snohomish County um, for moms and their children so that if they do come to us homeless, that we can provide them with a safe place to stay. Um, recently we received a grant, um, from United Way, uh, the basic needs grant that is going to help us open up a shelter. And we also got, we got a $75,000 grant from, um, United Way over the course of the next 18 months. And Pallelope Tribes is supporting us. They gave us a $10,000 grant and we're trying, um, To raise enough money to open up this shelter. Um, The money that we get from the state pays for a staff of 12. We have um, eight case managers, an office manager, a clinical supervisor, and some part-time staff that help with um, child care and um, a program assistant. But the extra funding, we are working to open up a shelter to provide a safe place for women and their children so that when they come to us, we can have somewhere to put them. So, you know, for them to stay while we work on um, getting them a more permanent housing solution or if they're headed for inpatient treatment, till they get a bed at inpatient, you know, whatever the need is.
0: So, And so... To support this, I understand, or enhance the the funding, you have a great concert coming up, right?
1: Yes, we do. I'm very excited. We're going to have a fundraiser. Kayla Lynn, Loretta Lynn's granddaughter, is a fan of our program and of the recovery community. She is going to have a benefit concert for us um, at the Everett Historical Theater on Friday, July 19th. The benefit begins at 7 p.m. The doors open at 6. It'll include a, a live poetry performance um, by Jordy Knowles, a slam poet. Kayla will perform uh, all of her hit songs and um, her grandmother's songs. Um, we'll have a special presentation from a former client um, who went back to college and got her degree and who is now a case manager for PCAP and the goal is to raise enough money to um, plan and complete our emergency housing program that can serve up to 42 women and their children annually. Wow. Yeah, we're very excited about it and if you want to learn more about our program and the services we provide or how you can help, um, we do have a website www.pactrt.org, so
0: www.pactreat.org. And so that's a couple of things about that website we can find out more about the program. And you've told us enough, I feel, Debbie, that suggests more funds are needed and building this emergency shelter is one of those critical areas. So there is a button there. There's an area where we can just independently donate and support these efforts, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, we appreciate it very much. You know, a lot of our women are living way below the poverty level. State assistance, it gets them by. But, you know, those EBT cards, you know, they might buy some groceries. They don't buy household items. They don't buy diapers. They don't buy wipes, those kinds of things. So, yeah, absolutely. And we do get a lot of donations. And, you know, our case managers... They're really great about using our local resources and finding things for free through Buy Nothing um, and the community. But yes, there's other ways you can help and donate if you can't attend the event. But we are very excited to have the event and kind of have a showcase of the work that we do. And one of the things that will be on the display there is Blankets by Linus of Snohomish County and Diane came in and helped us make a quilt so all of our ladies that wanted to participate made quilt squares and then Diane came back and the moms helped lay it all out and put it all together and tied it and it'll be on display at the fundraiser at the concert.
0: How about getting tickets? Can they be gotten ahead of time? They can be gotten online,
1: and you can order them. Um, The concert is at the Everett Historical Theater, so you can go to the Everett Historical Theater website. You can also www.pactrt.org slash PCAP. takes you directly to the PCAP website to buy tickets. You can also call our office and buy tickets in advance. 425-259-7142, so there's a number of ways, and it's $25 general admission, and then there's a $5 discount for
0: veterans, seniors, and students. I can't think of a more worthy cause... Oh, you're welcome. It's such incredible work. And the thing is, while we are helping these young women and young babies that they have, really, we need to think of it, it's all a big circle and it's all helping ourselves because we are all in it together. Isn't that so, Debbie?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a community problem. I think we're, you know, we're seeing it more and more public eye, you know, every day. These families that are affected by opioid use um, and alcohol, I mean, it, it's everywhere. You know, you see it driving to work every day. And, you know, I think everybody knows someone that struggled with this for whatever reason, right?
0: Yes. So, yeah. We need to embrace it in that way and find a way this concert is such a great way. And if if we can't go to the concert, then certainly find that donate button on the website and uh, be part of the solution, right?
1: Absolutely. And it's really appreciated. Our community support and the things that we get to do for the women, um, we just appreciate it very much because we can't do the work without the community support. And we do have a lot of support in the community. And we've worked really hard to build these vital relationships.
0: Well, you've given us at least a little glimpse of what those relationships are, Debbie. And I am so grateful that you've spent that time with us this morning. I'm so grateful you do the work that you do. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on the show
0: my pleasure. And with that, we are at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Debbie Graham and Sunday Morning Magazine with Jack Kerfoot. Find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Click on the On Air tab, then Sunday mornings, and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of feeling positive about life and knowing we need to be active in taking positive steps. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.